time now to get your helmets on because it's gonna get rough in here. All the way from Studio B, it's showtime for John, Ken, and Mark, the Detroit Sports Authority. Times we had to do it this way. Yeah. Cool. Welcome, everybody. John Sarver here. Welcome to the Detroit Sports Authorities, the only authorities that you give a damn about. And we're not experts. Believe me, after I saw what the experts did with their mock drafts, what nothing to do with those experts. It was, it was insane. I Holy mean, it cow. really was. But I mean, sure, you're, you're hearing now, eek, as I eek myself. Eek. Yeah, we're hearing the harmonic tones uh, the Super CPA, Ken Pocket, coming back off the IRAR. Off the COVID restricted list, yes. COVID oh, protocol. Good Lord. Yeah. And so, welcome again to the only sports show that's not bought and paid for by anybody. We do have the highest standards here. We are not experts. We are authorities, and that makes us one better. We, More than one better. Ten times better. We don't have Mel Kuyper here, and that makes us one better. All the opinions expressed within this show is only our own. Uh, we don't have the FCC here. We do have the DMCA, and that makes the language could get a little salty, and if it does, TDB. Too damn bad. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about today. You're right, because we've been... A, gone over some of the most pivotal things but of course there's only one story that really breaks through and it's on top the Leafs won yesterday boo. Yeah, I know boo that's <laughs> why we should have this thing already but it, it, it's to see Blash gone make the splash oh. with Blash and it's like that was a, like a quick whimper two days later and gone you know, and it was like Blash didn't have like this big, well, we thank you, thanks to all the fans of Detroit and all that crap, you know, because he really wasn't, you know, I guess, you know, we should probably do it. Let us see if, if we can go uh, grab the uh, sport director here. That would be kind of nice. Yeah, I know that yeah. he's on assignment at Alameda County Stadium. You know? yeah, I thought it was kind of funny, though, that Eisenman releases like this 15-word statement that he's not being renewed right in the middle of the NFL draft. You want to talk about burying the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, and he didn't care either. Yeah. You know, it was like get him in, get him out, and make him go away somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I mean, even down to both of them, I don't even think they had, like, one of those, well, we, we thank him so very much for all of his time here. Nothing, yeah. You know, he did so good, and we were so <coughs> pleased to have him. Mark! Hey, Mark, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Good, especially on this day. We were talking about before the biggest sports story since we haven't all been all together and stuff, is, and we're going to lead off with it, is look at those Leafs. The Leafs played very well last night. Yeah, I, I would say a little bit better than very well if you're beating up on Tampa Bay. And they won the fights, too. Yeah, but, you know, you just wait. I mean, they're going to go back. I mean, are they playing tonight? No, tomorrow. Are they doing? They alternate. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they alternate, but they're two there, two there, one, 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 right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All righty. So that was just <clears throat> to lull the leaves into thinking the ghost of 67 is going away. You know, I mean, what the heck happened to Tampa Bay yesterday? A little overconfident? Um, I don't know if it was overconfident, but I think finally the my phone call to uh, <laughs> Brendan Shanahan finally went through and told him they have to start acting like a bunch of assholes. 
Well, job well done, if you ask me. You know, I mean, it, down to the point where, you know, it's almost time to get Babcack again. I think you guys will be uh, real uh, team asshole. No, he'll 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 bench players because you don't like them. <sighs> yeah, or his his family's there. I mean, isn't it amazing? You know, Babcack went won what two cups? Yeah, one here and one in Anaheim. Yeah, okay, and nobody's touched him. No, nobody's touched him. You know, I mean, he's doing. Mark, isn't he doing some college gig or something? It's either college or uh, um, less than college. OHL. University of Moose Jaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Medicine in, in, Hat in, U. Saskatchewan somewhere. Yeah, but who was the toughest guy to ever come out of Saskatchewan? Mr. Hockey. You know, the the more somebody's been running all kinds of little Gordy House stories on, on Facebook, and he was one badass dude. Even growing up in Detroit, it was like, oh, good, Mr. Hockey, but nobody knew that his elbows were incredible. I mean, he was built. That guy was just like a weightlifter. Yeah, a big boy. Bigger than anybody from the Leafs. What you got, Kenny? Babcock is currently head coach of University of Saskatchewan. No kidding. Yep. Wow. And how long <laughs> has he had that gig? Uh, since 2021. So a year. Wow. What, Mark? A year or two, anyway. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would think so that to be true. I mean, that it's pretty phenomenal that you got a guy that. But then again, this was almost kind of like a gallant kind of thing. I mean, the guy wins wherever he goes, and he keeps getting booted out wherever he goes. And gee, how's Texas? How was Rangers liking him now? You know. So now, well, okay. he, go ahead, Mark. He can't take, he can't job because otherwise he will he'll lose his uh he'll lose his pay from the Leafs. Oh yeah, how many more years does he have? Uh, this might I think this year coming up is probably his last year. I think that's amazing. That really is. I mean, there's not even talk. Even when like teams need a uh, coach like Detroit, there's not even talk about Babcack. No. You know, I mean, and then then you hear the anecdotal stories before now. You know that he was just he would just be a jerk to be a jerk. Now that doesn't inspire people. So, all right. So now coming across the Red Wing Javi Doobie, we'll throw it out to Mark and then Kenny. <coughs> How about there? The rumbling is we got. It always happens every single time that there's a losing team they think we got to go a terrifically different direction of what the coach was before so now uh wherever luigi may be he his best friend mr tortellini's name is being bannered around what do you think mark boy he's an awful tough coach to to, to play for from all the other uh players that have <laughs> played played for him, but uh, I, I I do like Mr. Eisenman's reason for getting rid of Blaschel. He sucked? Our, our, our puck control was really bad, and we need a coach now that can teach our young kids how to control the puck. And be really? defensive. Yeah. Uh, okay, so for four years you let them stay there or whatever because they couldn't control the puck? I really? I don't and Eisenman, you got to come up with a better reason than that. I terrifically agree with you. I mean, it's like, dude, you were sitting up in the stands. You're the general manager. You didn't see that your team was just collapsing. That your team got lost. You know, got beat by double digits regularly. That you know your defense guys would always look around. You wonder, in the last three years, how good of goaltenders Red Wings had if they would have had a decent defensive core. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you said, like I said, you can take the elite goalies from Hashik to Ken Dryden to Tony Esposito to whoever and put it behind that Detroit defense, and yeah. you would have got the same result. 
to that. So, Kenny, tortellini, tortellini. Well, let's be real honest with uh, with everyone here. The, the let's reason, not. the reason that he re- real reason he fired Blashill is because they caught him peeing into a drain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. That was the other guy. Dandy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but seriously, uh, coming up with a name like John Tortorello is something that somebody sitting at a computer did, yeah. trying to come up with a name that people would recognize. How so they read his damn article. It's like these damn uh, mock drafts and all the other bullshit out there. It's people sitting there with. Trying to come up with something that'll get eyeballs. Job well there is, done. There's no reason at all that anyone would suspect that Eisenman's looking at him. Or Paul Maurice or anyone else. This is all stuff people are making up to get people to read their articles. Okay. Who's Eisenman going to look at? We have no idea. And he certainly gave no clue. So. You wonder if he's got somebody already in his head. You know, because you he might. normally GMs just don't fire without having already taken their homework. Yeah, but usually GMs aren't firing coaches that had the team Suck collapse under them. Yeah. All right. So, Mark and then Kenny, do you stay with a retread or do you go to some college coach or assistant? Well, you you would think you'd find somebody that's got a little bit of uh, experience. Since uh, he says it, I mean, I saw uh, an interview today on the news, and he said he's he's not getting rid of any of the young kids. He's going to go with the young kids, and he's not going to be signing any older free agents. So you need somebody that can that's got a little bit of uh, you know stability there and and coaching experience to be able to teach these young kids how to play the game the right way so i wouldn't get anybody that doesn't doesn't have any coaching experience so then where do you go well i don't know i'm i'm on the red wing page here and the first name that pops up for coaching is sergey fedorov and i'm like okay he's got a lot of coaching experience so we'll go with that one (laughs) yeah okay yeah just so you keep us on the bottom no (laughs) why fedorov Good Lord, why? They're throwing Larry Adov's name around, too. It's your, your guy sitting at a computer looking for names that people will recognize. That's all. Yeah, I mean... Both, both of those guys are coaching in the KHL, so just to let you know that. Fedorov is actually coaching? Yeah. Really? He, he, he coached the, he coached the, um, the Russian Olympic team. He was one of the coaches. Not, yeah. not the actual head coach, but like the bench coach or something. Uh, I think I'd rather have Gallant, you know, but I'd rather have Gallant anyways. So, so Kenny, where do they go? Well, one thing I think is interesting is they're retaining Alec Tangway. Yeah, that goaltender was. Okay, so if you're going to bring in a a, uh, big-name coach with experience and you're going to tell them, well, you have to keep Tangway, that doesn't sound right to me. That doesn't sound either you're going to bring in a guy. Who brings his own guys. Yeah, so I wonder if Tangway isn't up for the job. Oh, no, 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 no. Mark, isn't he the goaltender judge? No, or... no. He's no. assistant head coach. He was brought in this year, and he was supposed to be in charge of the power play. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Alex Tangay used to play for uh, the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, okay, so here's the story. Uh, no with uh, no on top. A double scoop of no there with no moose tracks. You know, no, I, just, I just thought that was interesting, though. He's already saying that you're going to keep Tangway. So it's not like you're going to bring in a, uh, a high-level guy and oh, say, oh, you're stuck with him. I don't think any retreads are in the offing. Yeah, but if you bring normally, boy, that's a great point. Because normally when you fire, you fire staff. Because you come in with your staff and your people <coughs> and away you go. You know? I don't think there's any more suitors laying around and I don't think there's any more um God, who is that? Hitchcock, he ain't doing anything anymore, no, is he? No, he's uh 
been a, a special assistant for the last three years. He's yeah, done. Well, Hitchcock is Hitchcock was always great for two years and go, go away somewhere. Yeah. You know where Tortellini was the same thing too. He was he was. I mean, these little short coaches before they burn themselves out, you know, and people just get disgusted with them, you know. But geez, both of them were in uh, Columbus, weren't they? Yeah. Tortellini, Paul. There you go. So, alrighty. So that's the the mystery. We'll keep an eye on there. But you know what I'm saying? It's like the gap tooth guy with the long hair, huh. you know, on the Detroit Red Wings. You know, name three of those. Maybe, but maybe they should bring in Barry Melrose. What is wrong with Barry Mel Barry <laughs> Melrose hair? I mean, did he not find a barber lately? Is there nothing up there in Medicine Hat? You know, good lord. But I mean, you got Pertuzzi. I mean, I would package that guy up now, quick now. Give me a decent defenseman, a really good defenseman. You know, give me a second liner defenseman and whatever bag of pucks you got. I, I mean, this this would be. I, I he's just a weird fit. You know, he's he's almost like a Kelly Tapuka. You know, he's good, he's talented, but. I don't get it, and I don't understand the team. What do you think, Mark? Too, too bad they can't they can't uh, swindle uh, our uh, our ex general manager in Edmonton to take Bertuzzi, even though he can't go over the border. Yeah, but he's not that old, though. He's got to be at least forty five or older for Howland to uh, sign him for a six year no trade well, contract. No. Yeah, <laughs> with, no, with well, extensions. What, what tra- trade him, trade him to Edmonton. And get somebody back for him, and then uh, Bertuzzi can't play any games in 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 Canada. Yeah, but then he can only play in games in the United States, so that means he he can only play in like twenty games. Yeah, but the bigger picture with that one would be he'd play twenty games, and then Holland would give him a four year extension. You know. Yeah, for like eighty million dollars. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, it's anything to go over the cap. You know, Jesus God. <laughs> for, for, here's here's eighty million dollars. You only got to play twenty games. Yeah, and then be injured for three of them. I mean, and then they'll catch COVID and and be out for the for fifteen of them. But it, isn't it easier now because it's easier to go to Canada for just a normal human being? Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm thinking next year it's going to be pretty unless unique things happen. You know that that he'll be able to play over there, which would enhance. You know, he wants to package him. I, I don't think that Eisenman likes likes the guy at all. No. You know, so you kind of go, um... Eisenman's a team-first guy. And you're screwing around with not taking the vaccine. It's hurting your team. No, he's not a fan of that at all. No. I mean, really, as much as he's the heart and soul of Detroit. No, he's not. Not even close. Even your captain isn't the heart and soul of it. I mean, if anything, as much as you like, you know, Mr. Cedar, Cider, Cider, Cedar, Soder... You know, I mean, he has come up. I mean, if you take a look at the stuff that you had at the beginning of the year, how much you liked him, and everybody went, rookie, good luck. You know, job well done with him, job well done with Raymond. But now, you know, Mark, who could you get if you traded over to Mr. Holland's team? What defenseman could you, would be good enough for a straight over pick? Uh, I don't think Holland has any defense. Yeah, but he, but he likes his defense. Yeah, he likes his well, defense. He, yeah, just like just like Holland likes his goalies. Just like last night, the goalie gave away the puck and <laughs> LA scored and lost the game. God. Okay, well, see that that's kind of the whole thing that we were looking at too. You know how? Who would you trade? I mean, who would be? Who could we pick there? Well, actually, Bertuzzi is a good player. He really is. He's got 30 goals this year and all that, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't think his, his trade bait's hired right now, but he's got to be on a certain team. I mean, if he goes on a, any regular team, really good team, he's third liner. You know, he's just here just because he's here. You know, but I mean, I don't know, Mark, where could you trade him to? Who's got, uh, who's got a plethora of defensemen? Defenseman, let's see. Uh, Colorado. Do they need scoring? Oh, they could probably 
Yeah, they could probably use some scoring, but Colorado's got probably eight NHL ready defensemen. They could probably trade a trade a uh, Detroit defenseman. Okay, makes sense to you. All right, there you go. So that'd be out of division, anyways. I mean, if they got enough, I'm telling you, man, trade for a defense. You would have to get somebody really, really good in return. You know, you can't do an Alavilia kind of thing. We'll go over prospects. You know, we'll see what you guys have there in Saskatoon. We'll see what you guys have there in the 76ers or the 79ers or the 84ers or, you know, all those other ones. It, it would be kind of interesting. But interesting, too, you move on to, did both of you guys see any of the Tiger games from L.A.? No. No. No, I'm staying away from that team for now. Mac, how about you? Um... No, no, I was. Uh, all right, I will watching. hold hold the torch. It's first of all, L.A. beautiful stadium. Good lord, I mean that thing looks like it is perf- perfectly preserved from '58, and there is no reason why anybody else couldn't have their. You know, it's the third oldest stadium. Blah blah, but it's third oldest by a mile. I mean, how long has Fenway Park been around? You know, or over there, Wrigley Field been around. You know, Wrigley Field, I don't think they they haven't had electricity for a long time, let alone lights. You know, and this thing's beautiful. I mean, the, the grounds, the, you can see the mountains over the side. 52,000 people, and that thing, when Kershaw was, was pitching, it was packed. I mean, P-A-C-K-E-D. But now we have Bo Bo Diddley on the Detroit side, who's nobody's really been talking about this pitcher and, I mean, it's always Casey Mize, and it's always Screwball. It's it's Manning. You know, it's this idiot that we paid $77 million bucks for that cannot win a game. You know, but this Bo Diddley guy, he was up there firing, and he had ice in his veins. And I don't know, I think he came up through the system, didn't he? Yes. You know, so we didn't have to whatever. It's amazing. It's too bad you guys didn't see that game. Because Crenshaw was, he needed like two strikeouts to, you know, become the all-time. And boy, did you get the right team. You know, because Cabrera, the last game, three strikeouts and a home run. That was his only hit in L.A. One, a singular, a singular blast. You know, I mean, there is stuff. Mark, have you watched them at all this year? Tigers? Uh yeah, a few, yeah, I watched a few games. He he just doesn't have the swing for a home run anymore. Bingo. That's exactly what I was going to say. A lot of those hits that he hit would have been out of here in the Prince Fielder years, you know. But he just he doesn't seem like he has the eye anymore. What do you think, Kenny? Bat speed. Bat it's, speed. It's bat speed. He can't get around on these pitches. Yeah. Yeah. So he has to really be. He has to really be on it for him to drive the ball. And most of the time, you know, he's getting hits here and there, but, you know, dribblers up the middle or a pop fly that falls in. Not really hitting much with authority. Authority? Authority. He's a hitting expert. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, everybody got that, that big, and I don't know if it was before everybody got sick or not that we were saying that, you know what, he should not get his 3,000 hit till August, you know, to keep the fan interest going. Because now it's wah, wah, wah. nobody cares. I mean, you're as crappy as you were last year at this particular time. You know, and now you're the only team. We're not watching. The draft is over. Wings are done. Everybody's done. Now it's just you and the Michigan Panthers. Yay. And they're the second worst fielding team in Major League Baseball. Did you see some of their stuff? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. Lord. It's That's like, why I decided to stay away from them for a while. Well, it's it, it's bad. It's bad baseball. As much as, as Mark knows, when a pitcher should cover first base, and, and <coughs> 77 jerk didn't even go halfway to the bag. Nobody covered first base. How many times have you seen that in Little League? None. And the pros never, and nobody backed it up. And well, how about that joke with Haas throwing th- throwing over the third baseman's head? That was a joke. I mean, my God, 
I mean, they're trying to give you the inning. They're putting three guys on third base, and you go and you throw the ball to left field. Why'd you throw the ball? Here's the story. Have no Castros. First of all, all Castros must go. You know, go back to Cuba. Both of you. You know, there's nothing that we saw was worth a damn from either. I don't know what the love is with these guys. You know, so it's, and, and don't, you know who really looks good though? Torque. Yeah, he's, you give him the breath that he's a, a rookie and he's seeing big league hitting. But finally, finally, we have a first baseman that can field. You know, what do you think, Mark? Hey, and, and he's got power. Yeah, but is that red pop power or do you think it's obscene power? Well, I mean, it, it's gonna it's gonna take a little time for him to actually get used to the pitching and 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 get his timing together. But um, once once he get gets all that together, he seems like he can hit the all fields, not just uh, to left or whatever. He, that is true. I, I think he's gonna be a pretty good hitter. What do you think, Kenny? I think one thing that really hurt this team was when Riley Green broke his foot. I think if, frankly, if he was in the lineup every day, things would look a lot different. But now they're they're patching and plugging with Badu, who's not hitting, or they stick in uh, Haas in left field. Who's not hitting. And it's like uh, Victor Reyes. And it's who's like, not hitting. Yikes. Your outfield's not hitting whatsoever, and now that Grossman is hurt. Has anybody heard how long he's going to be out, if at all? It's day to day. It's just a bruise. Okay, because we saw it, and that looked nasty, and we thought... Here we go. Yeah. You know, I mean, the guy's been in and out, of, and, but he's been the most consistent. I'll say one thing. When, the, when they went and got him from Oakland, I thought, this is going to be another bust. Yeah. You know, as much as I like bust, but now that I'm a butt man, I don't have to do the bust. Um, it's it's wild that he's actually paid off. Yeah. You know? It, he, the One of the few Alavila signings that worked out. Few. <laughs> Three over here, 10 million over there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And and he was decent, yeah. And so he's a story. <clears throat> but any scoop is got a poop. Yeah, he's out. There, I, you can't find a second baseman. He can't hit. He barely fields. You know what do you think, Mark? Mark. That that second that second base thing has been like forever. An Achilles, uh, yeah, Achilles heel for forever. Even with the shift. They can, they can put three guys on that side that wouldn't help. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you how much Whitaker should be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. I mean, really, because you had, you could almost go back to Dick McAuliffe with that fabulous swing of his. I mean, the one that every young man tried to emulate could never figure it out. There's only one guy that could do it. It'd be him. And what the hell's going on with Candelario? Uh, goodbye, yo. Oh, my God. Well, you, that whole, I mean, and depending which shortstop you get that day, you know, we're seeing it. I mean, the guy's got some pop. I mean, that was a good signing, you know, that you could have Mr. Baez over there as opposed to the guy that went for $140 million and went to to uh, Minnesota, not hitting. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he could field, you know, but he's also on the number one team. Whew. Okay, so uh, you can't trade for anybody. There's nobody coming up through the ranks who's playing second base. You know, you're going to try to find. You're going to need a third baseman. You're going to need a second baseman. Shortstop first is pretty damn good. You know, catcher is iffy, is serviceable. Outfielders, you get Riley Green in there, get Grossman in there, and then there's your your new signing for next year. You know, there's your your free agent. What do you think, Mark? Um, <laughs> the, the, the Tigers are waiting on a lot of things. Yeah. You know? I'm not hearing anybody talk about 91 season anymore, that's for sure. 91? When was that ever in play? There were people, oh, they could win 90 games this year, they could be in play for a playoffs. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, they're on the same. Yeah, but, you know, the good thing about L.A. was, well, it's cold. You know, they can't play where it's cold. Gee, it's cold here in Minnesota. Gee, it's cold here in Michigan. 
Yeah, it is. However, so is the other team playing the same temp. Yeah. You know, so now that you went to L.A., one of the warmest climbs right now, and you blew out the place. Okay. However, as the one thing we do have to flip our hats to is how in the God's green earth is the Detroit pen working? Huh? That used to be get through the five innings and then feast. And somehow, some way, you know, Kenny, what surprised you most in that pen? Will Vest. Yeah? Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah, guy's throwing well. He's getting people out. Who the hell is he? Yeah, where did he come from? Yeah. He came from a suit. <laughs> Get it, Vest? <laughs> Anyways, Mark, what, is, what surprised you in the bullpen so far? Um, basically, they're... I mean, they've all been pretty consistent. I mean, there isn't really, I don't know, there's not really a, I don't know, a bad, I mean, there's not one that's really horrible. You know, I mean, they're all, I mean, he could go to just about all of them and, you know, he can count on just about every one of them to at least get a couple outs. Well, you got a couple of guys there whose metrics show that they're just be getting lucky, like Drew Hutchinson and Barnes. But other guys, like I said, like Vest, they're throwing very well. I mean, they're earning their numbers. Yeah, I mean, you got him, you got Fulmer. <coughs> the hell is Fulmer doing well? Stop that. I need you gone. I need well, you traded. Well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, before you'd be like, Eeny, meeny, my, which which shitty one do we want to put in? But now it's like, <laughs> man, I, I can I can have four or five I can put in, and they're not horrible. <laughs> What's Hitch is going to like get on the phone and go, what shitty guy you got back there? <laughs> well, let's see now. <laughs> I could send you, you know, yeah, you're right, but now you got Chafin in. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, do I want the one in stall number one or stall number two or <laughs> stall number three? <laughs> First one who flushes gets to come in. You know? <laughs> but you're right. I, if you get now that it's almost flips upside down, you don't have Casey, and the more and more it goes with Casey Mize, the more and more it looks like it ain't happening. Yeah. You know, there's no way you're going to be the new Denny McLean. And there's and Screwball. He's coming along, but he's he's like your your Milt Wilcox, you know. He's okay. You but don't you look, know which one's going to get. You look at all these pitchers, okay? Yeah. You had uh, Matt Boyd. He blew out his arm. He's gone. Goodbye. Uh, Spencer Turnbull, Tommy John. He's gone. Uh, for, he won't be back this year. You yeah. got Alex Fado, who's actually going to start for the Tigers. When? Uh, in the doubleheader tomorrow. Really? Yeah, it's his it's his second appearance since coming back from Tommy John. Wait a minute, did he get rained out today? Well, he wasn't going to pitch, but they had rain. Tyler Alexander's on the shelf. Good. Is any well, Manny and Mize are injured. You get all these. Remember the yeah. the whole focus of this team was we're going to build up pitching. They're almost all injured, or gone, or, or have been gone. crappy. I mean, yeah. now but, you're seeing that Casey Mays has come down to earth. You know, he's, he's not uh, your lead dude anymore. You know, this this Rodriguez dude, oh, Jesus, how fast can we get him out? Well, here's the thing with Mice. His claim to fame was the splitter, okay? And he had to go away from it last year because yeah. he didn't feel he didn't feel in control of it. So now he starts throwing again in this year, and now he's out Damn, with how elbow. Long's... Yeah. And that elbow does not come back. Do you think maybe throwing the splitter has something to do with that? Yeah, could but, be. But how many times, Mark, do you come back from a pitcher comes back from, you know, here here it comes. It's like a like a tire going low, you know. What's the yeah. chance that he comes back out, Mark? Uh, usually that's not likely, but true. I don't know. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm yeah. I'm sitting here looking at the Tiger roster, and yeah. man, there's a lot of people out. Turnbull and Mize and Manning and Funkhauser. Is Funkhauser even going to come back? Alexander. 
Alexander's gone now, isn't he? Didn't they? He's on the DL. IL. I'm sorry. Well, which one did they just send Tyler down to? Um, well, they got rid of the catcher. Yeah, Justin but they put him on waivers, but they put somebody else on too. Well, Alexander went on the IL. That's the two moves they had to make to trim down to 26. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought Jake he was Rogers gone. gone. Who? Jake Rogers is hurt. Victor Reyes yeah. is hurt. My God. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got uh, Joey Wentz, who's working his way back now from Tommy John. I thought maybe they'd bring him up for the start and they bring up Fado instead. I'm not sure that Fado's even ready for it. I'm not even sure why you'd bring up Fado. Not this, I mean, I get, he he's rumored to be good, you know, but what have you seen in AAA that makes you go, bring this guy now? He's only had one one game back from Tommy John. I'm telling you. I, rushing him back, rushing him up. Just watch Bo Diddley. I mean, I, I think this guy, I mean, he's got ice for a rookie, and he's going against Kershaw, and he's, you know, that one guy that fouled off, what, 10, 10 things, 10 hits or 10 pitches, I should say, a 13-pitch inning and or batter, and he was just firing him. You know, he wasn't going to get rid of and did get happy feet. It was amazing. I'm really, really impressed with him. And I think we had him since double-A. Something like that. All right. So, double A. Okay, so we've come to the point of the show where you want to get out your pencils because we have our mock draft final. You know, this will be our last mock draft until the draft of the NFL. This is actually our first uh, mock draft for 2022 because we decided that we would wait until the draft was actually held. (laughs) So we wouldn't say stupid shit. Like, oh, the Lions are going to take Malik Willis at two. That was the best. Oh, my God. Or they'll take a safety at two. Or they'll take another out uh, left tackle at two. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, now these guys that said all that shit, now they come out afterwards and they're grading wow. the draft. Yeah, grading I don't want to hear you grading the draft. The only thing that I want to hear from you is sobbing. I'm sorry. I'm a dumb fuck. I don't know what I'm talking about. I said Malik Willis would go at two. I have nothing to say. (laughs) That's what I want to hear. He went to Pittsburgh, didn't he? No, that was Pickett. Oh, okay. Malik Willis went Went to uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, yep. Yeah, that's what it was. 86th pick. Yeah, okay. Well, and then go behind Tannehill. So what? You know, one and one A. Uh, you know, I, I think the best remark about the whole thing was what Brad Holmes said. When they asked him about the quarterbacks going so late, he says, I think they were properly evaluated. Very diplomatic. In other words, they blew. They suck, and we all knew it. And you obviously didn't. Well, good luck, Mr. Pickett. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mark, what did you think of the draft, son? Um, I I guess the line did okay. <laughs> we'll we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm reading over here about the Lions tried to get. Uh, uh, they made a trade offer for Debo. Debo Samuel. For for what? They offered him a first and a third round pick, and they they declined the. The, the trade San Francisco did. The first round pick being the second or the 34th? Um, that's what I'm looking. I'm they sure I'm, the, I'm sure it was the 32. Round pick, number 66. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's that's dumb. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice that you went fishing, but that was kind of an insulted. Yeah. I mean, a late one? No. Well, Devo's coming out and saying, well, I don't want to be a running back. Well, hell, if you just want to be a wide receiver, then half your value's gone. True the that. claim to fame is the fact that you're a dual-use guy. It's, most, it's, go ahead. Most most of his big plays <coughs> came out of the running back slot, not the, not the wide receiver slot. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know why he wouldn't want to be a running back or, or be a dual, dual, uh, uh, you know, play both. Well, I think the reason is he's looking at the running backs. They're all getting a snap beat out of him. Yeah, especially if you're on a kamikaze team or something. Yeah, you don't have, you have a very long shelf life if you're a running back in this league. You know, do you go to our fine friends in Wisconsin to keep your quarterback happy and give up the farm and get this guy? I mean, please do. This would give Green Bay a hell of a dimension, you know, for for your quarterback who's going to be there for one more year, and then you got Mister Love. <laughs> There'll be no love in in, in Green Bay in two years because if Green Bay better tank it this year, just tank it. You know, allegedly there's some quarterbacks that are coming out. You need one. You know, Detroit, who cares? I mean, how many – we're not even looking. Jesus God, we just got done with the 2022 draft. We're looking at quarterbacks who haven't even played yet. Right. You know, and they're saying, well, this guy's got all kinds of potential. Yeah, you know who was number one last year for for this year, looking back a year ago? Sam Howell. God. He was the number one. Yeah, and where are we today? Yeah, no kidding. You know, you can become Mr. Real Relevant and be, you know, the last pick. But it is. What it means is is you don't really know. No. It's all a crapshoot. Yeah. You take a quarterback. And, you know, you take a guy you think has some potential to develop. Does he? Who, who knows? Maybe. Know. You know, everybody said, well, we got to get rid of Goff. we got to get a, to the franchise quarterback. Well, your franchise quarterback might not be any better. You don't really know. But you need to get weapons around him so you can make him better. I think that's true with any quarterback. You think? But then you need an O-line to stop him. And then you need a defense so that you can keep him off the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, the the whole thing, and it finally hit me this year with with the Lions draft, is that it doesn't matter with the Detroit Lions because every single draft in our lifetimes, was they always had that first guy, oh, we're so lucky to get this guy. Oh, wait till he comes out. Boy, is he a steal. Boy, he can help right away. And nobody has. You know, Barry, yeah, Megatron, yeah. Chuck Long, no. No. You know, so... Everybody that they've had has not made a difference from a one-win playoff team. Nobody's made a difference. Until yeah. it does make a difference, until they do win, ho-hum. Yeah. We hear the same feeling. That it's like a Mad Lib. Just put in the name. It's going to be the greatest. It's really going to help us. It's really going to make you know our team going to be so much better. It's a building block. They can step in right away. Stop me. When you get to the cliche, you know. Yeah. You know? I mean, what do you think, Mark? Well, until the Lions can prove something, it really doesn't matter what they, who they draft. True. Yeah, it's so hum. It's you can't even get excited about it because what does it matter? It, it matters not because sooner or later they become lionized. And if you're going to get this kid from Michigan because he's a good leader, give me Thibodeau. You know, give me a guy who's a real craphead but that can play. You know, now we've gone too much on we have milk and cookie lions. We don't have a Sue. Sue was the greatest. Step on someone's head. Yay. You know, let's get that Alex Karras vibe back again. You know, but no, they want this Chuck Long vibe again. They want a Mouse Davis vibe again. You know, how do you chew on kneecaps when you go for a guy that's, golly gee, the captain of the football team? You know, Thibodeau was there, and look how far down that boy dropped. Wee-hoo! You know? He didn't drop. He oh, fifth. there you go. They, yep, yep, he didn't yep, drop. Yep, sorry about that one. Yep. However. He went fifth. That's where he was supposed to go. You got the boy from Michigan who is <laughs> like, well, at least he didn't have to go far. Okay. He didn't have to go far. That That's that's in my prerequisite. You know, that he's, and then everybody goes, uh, how about that guy from, how about Charles Rogers? How did that work out? You know, you're going to put fannies in the seats anyways. It's dull. Mark, who did they miss? Who did Detroit miss getting? I kind of feel it does it matter. Uh, it's, I, you know, that's a, that's a crapshoot too. You know, it, it all depends. 
You know, you can pick anybody, but if you if you don't number one, put him in the right position and coach him right. You know, you could pick, like I said, you could pick Alice Harris, but if you don't put him in the right position and coach him right, it doesn't make a difference. Right. But they normally have like a number one draft pick who do, team didn't work all that well, but the number 34 did fine. Because you're going into a team that's functional at 34. You're going into number one, you're going into Jacksonville. And so you could be, I mean, Put it, whatever their number one guy was on, say, a team that actually functions and see how well they do. And that's the same thing with the NHL. You know, if you draft a kid number one, I mean, you got a Jack Etchell or whatever, and they're going to a stone, rotten, awful team, he's not going to get 50 goals. You put somebody that's marginal on a team where it's just high-functioning, then the kid's going to do great. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know, I, I, I would have to say that you know everyone likes to talk about SOL, same old Lions, right? Uh-huh. Oh, we do. Well, we sure saw SOL this year. The only difference is it had a Jaguar attached to it. I mean, did you see what they did? Oh, my God. Oh, Jacksonville? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's one thing. I don't like to grade drafts because I think it's an exercise in stupidity, but... Those guys really screwed the pooch. I mean, it wasn't just the number one pick where they took the eighth best player at number one. Yeah. I mean, it just carried on through the draft. These guys are nincompoops. Yeah, but then you go towards New England and you go, what? Oh, yeah. I mean, Strange is a big, big, big guy. He is huge. You know, but do you use that as your first one? I mean, he was was projected, what, two, three? That's what happens when you got Matt Patricia running your draft board, I guess, huh? <laughs> Zing. Was he is he running it? Was he anywhere near that? Yeah, he was involved. Oh Lord. And now they're gonna stick him as their uh not really offensive coordinator, but he's gonna run their offense this year. Isn't that a strange situation? I think they better take uh, Mr. Belichick out and get his get him checked up by, by a physician. Something's gotta go. Mark, what was the weirdest pick you saw? Um. Well, I mean, I heard that Pittsburgh took a quarterback and said that he might be the starting quarterback. So, oh, small hands. Uh, yeah. How long can yeah, you go I around with small hands? I mean, that's putting. I mean, right there, you're putting a lot of pressure on a kid that's coming right out of college and going, "Yeah, you could be the starting quarterback." And I'm like, "Okay, well." And and you're talking Pittsburgh. They don't like losing. Well, they traded for Mitchell Trubisky, remember? Yeah, true that too. Well, okay. Well, that that that. That's why the kid's going to start. Yeah, <laughs> that could happen. Yeah. Okay, so we have one A and one B. Yeah, but then again, you know, you get the rookie from somebody in a college in your own state, you know, which is another Michigan kind of in thing. in your own city. Yeah, true that too. Yeah. Right, so he keeps, so he didn't have to go far. Yeah, you know, thank God we traded up to get him. And they did, well, but. okay, the little difference between between picking Hutchinson and your starting quarterback, a guy that's going to run your whole offense. I mean, you know, they're they're going to be used to, uh, you know, having Big Ben running their offense, and they're going to have this guy. And as soon as he throws three interceptions in the first five minutes of the game. They're going to run his ass out of Pittsburgh. No, I just have to think. Who does Pittsburgh have as their quarterbacks? Mitch. I mean, I can look at. I mean, it, depending. Mitch and Pickett. And I don't, well, Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I think I think it was Mark that said they're not used to losing. Pittsburgh does yeah. not lose in football. Well, Pittsburgh's yeah. going to have to get used to it, I think, for a little bit. Yeah, here's your tank. You can't be drafting 17th all the time, yeah. you know, and start to look good. And and Rothbard, you're going to figure out that Big Ben really did help you a lot, yeah. you know, because why Mitchell? Jeez, why? You know, you showed nothing in in Chicago. You showed nothing. You know, it was amazing that they they. They went so far to pick you number one, 
because you weren't a number one talent overall during that year, and it proved out. So it's a phenomenal thing. Go ahead, Mark. They have uh, Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, and Mitch Trubinsky. And boy, oh boy, I, 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 w- I wouldn't be betting any money on those guys. No. At least not right now, I wouldn't. Why would they go for Mitch? Unless the guy's just another golf who's just trying to hold on, you know, trying to hold on for the guy so the rookie could develop and away we go. It's, yeah, it's, because I'm, I'm even looking at their uh, wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, you know, DeAndre Johnson, pretty good. Chase Claypool, pretty good. The rest. They can send to the Lions. Better hope nobody gets hurt. Yeah. Anthony Miller, maybe. But you got you got three quarterbacks that are at best average to below average, and you have nobody to throw the ball to. So what what recipe does that, that tell you? You better have a badass defense. <laughs> you That's better. what I'm saying. And then you have Najee Harris as your as your uh starting Running back. Mm, okay. Yeah. And we know how r- long running backs last in this league. Yeah. I mean, let's yeah, go. Because he, he was hurt most of the year last year, and they were they were down to Benny Snell and Trey Edmonds. So, it just, okay, that's a rest for disaster. Yeah, their defense better not give up more than a touchdown. If that. You know, this, you better yeah, have... This team looks like they're on the edge of a of a crash. They really do. Yeah, it, it's it's time that you guys don't win the playoffs twenty five years in a row and then just start. You know, here we go from the draft. Yeah, I mean they have solid management. You know, the coaching is okay. You know, nothing to to sneeze at. So you kind of think, how did you guys screw up all these these players? You know, but. Again, how long did you ride? It, it, they had the Green Bay syndrome. They ride your quarterback till he's ninety-nine, and then you have nobody behind him, and you don't let anybody else play. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And so now you got a Jordan Love rocking and rolling. And Green Bay is going to be in for a hurting. But then again, take a look at that division. Unless the kid from Chicago can really turn it around. There is the the chairs aren't going to be changed a lot on the deck at all. You know, you'll have Green Bay maybe two, three, maybe two, because Minnesota just keeps flying. How do you have Kirk Cousins? How 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 how? Because he was like Kirk Cousins would be comfortable in this year's draft. You know, for yeah. quarterbacks, it was just well, we need a name. Well, we need some kind of. Nothing outstanding. I mean, I don't know any outstanding quarterbacks that Michigan State's had in a while. Okay. And then away you go. Okay, so that, that, that. So there's the draft, there's baseball, there's hockey, basketball, and away we go. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, auto racing, and away we go. But still, it is, it's interesting to see how many fans have come out to anything. If it's a sporting event, we will go. And especially now that we don't have to do six foot apart and all that kind of crazy stuff, you know, folks are still going to be going. And you take a look at some of the NASCAR stuff, and you see that they're packed again. Job well done. But then again, how much is that going to wear off when they do all the novelty races? So that's kind of a – I'm trying to think. Let's see. We don't have any Olympics, so yay. forget about that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hooray, yay. All right, Mark, what didn't we talk about in one whole minute? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm checking the scoreboard here. Florida's losing to Washington. Florida? No kidding. Yeah, goodbye, yeah. Abetchian. I mean, please. I'm tired of that story already. You got to go, son. Yeah, he's getting gray hair. Getting got, son. I mean, it's pretty phenomenal. But he's still, you know, look at how much he's really going up the boards of, you know, he's touching some of Mr. Hockey's kind of point total. 
And, and I wonder if he's playing. What's that? I wonder if he's playing tonight. He, he got hurt. To, he was supposed to be playing, yeah. 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 He was faking that injury anyway, that stupid idiot. Well, he fell against the board. Take a look oh, at yeah. take a look at all the games that the last games for the NHL where teams were going into the playoffs. Look how many teams held back their stars. You know, they and they they brought up everybody from Moose Jaw and Medicine Hat to play the last game so they could rest everybody. You know, if they would have done that in baseball, you would have heard screaming like crazy. But somehow, some way, they allowed that to happen. It was like, uh, okay. <clears throat> nice going, guys. Yeah, even the Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. Yeah, rested half pitch. their team. You know, you yeah, didn't... they rested Matthews and Marner and Tavares and, I don't know, maybe even Sheldon Keith took the day off. I don't know. Who knows? Well, they better. Maybe even... I mean, it, it was... Go ahead, Mark. No, it's just that they they held out like eight guys against Boston, and they still beat them. Yeah, I mean, where's Boston today? Oops. Against Carolina and getting their ass kicked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oops. And away they go. All righty. Cool. All righty, Mark. Take it easy on the links, won't you? We'll see you next week. Yep, I'll be out tomorrow making those Maple Leaf logos. <laughs> make sure you put that Mr. I logo next to it, won't you? To make the Leafs feel that much better? Yep, hopefully I, yep, hopefully I won't get stuck in any mud tomorrow. <sighs> yeah, really, seriously with this, put the mud tires on. Okay, Mark, we'll see you next week, man. All right, take care, guys. See ya, Mark. Mark Milicek, right. our sport director here. On uh, CKWI Radio 76 with a technical thing, the reason why on phones with us two, now with the new system, Mark's got to leave a minute early, but always glad to have him. Yes. From Cincinnati, wherever. <laughs> All right, Kenny, what didn't we talk about one whole minute? We didn't talk about Cincinnati. Yeah, did you, you know, see in, that? In, oh, in Major my League Baseball, Lord. as bad as the Tigers are, Woo! the Reds are 3-19. and 19. Oh, my God. You want to talk about a cesspool. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But they weren't supposed to be this bad. They were supposed to be pretty bad. I mean, they went take mode, that's for sure. But, I mean, their uh, run differential's a minus 65. How come we don't play them? Oh, my God. Why do we play Pittsburgh? That's a good question. Pittsburgh is a minus 41. Yeah, Pittsburgh is like one win better than Detroit or something. Yeah, yeah. And they were trying to sell it, too. It's like, oh, come see Pittsburgh. No, I don't want to see Pittsburgh. Beautiful stadium. I don't want to see their team. No. I, why do we always have to play the ugly sister all the time? You know, why, 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 why? Well, that's probably the other team asking that question, too. Yeah, it's true, too. <laughs> yeah, it's two shitty teams playing going, why? Yeah. But then again, you you look at the, the Detroit team and you see, you know, on the schedule <clears> – <throat> The, the premium games that you want to pay extra for to see a less than 500 team, way less than 500 team. And 500 just means you're mediocre. Yep. You know, now you're like 50% below that. Ay, ay, ay. Go, Hinch. And enough, Hinch. I'm going to punch you in the head next time I see you with a noodle, you know, because you're, you're doing Blaschel speak. You're doing Lions speak now. Boy, the team played great. Boy, they f- they came back and they hit everything. Boy, if we could just get back those four pitches that went over the fence for 91 runs. You know, you AJ, know. we've heard it all before. We used to have uh, Brad Osmus here. Agreed. Yeah. If you know, if we could only do, if we could only get that one hit, if we could only get four home runs in a game while we got everybody on base. If only we didn't suck. Yeah, you know, if really, if my uncle had, you know, long hair, so to speak, to be nice, he'd be my aunt. You know, I mean, the if, 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 but that's the whole deal with sports. How about if you win? Is that a plus? All right, talking about a plus, we got to plus our buns out of here. So uh, you can see us on uh, Podbean, or you can catch us on one of the major jabby doobies around here because I probably have it memorized by now. But I don't, so I'll tell you. Oops. <laughs> Down goes Freezer. 
<laughs> yes, talk amongst yourself. Chat, 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 chat. Hey. All right, so you can get us on podcasts. You can get us on Apple Podcasts. Get us on TuneIn, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. You can get us Overcast, Pocket Cast, Castro, <laughs> not Willie. But Pocket Cast is probably your best option. True that, too. Podcast, yeah. <laughs> or cast, cast box, and that's all. You get it for free. You don't sign up. And that's one of the beauty things of being us. So for Mark Milicek, our sport director, and Kenny, who just came off the IR, and glad to see him again. Kenny Pocket and John Sarver here. We'll see you next week on the Detroit Sports Authorities. Bye. Bye.